Do you want more behind-the-scenes photos? Yeah. How about full, uncensored access? Oh, yeah. Maybe you just want the full VIP treatment? Well, for as little as $1, you can become a loyal Patreon of mine at patreon.com forward slash Trinity the Tuck and enjoy behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and tons more content before everyone else. Plus, there's exclusive merch. Check it out today. Mmm. Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today I'll be talking to the very beautiful Jujubee. Today we'll be talking about Drag Race Rundown, fan questions, hot topics, and more. Hi guys, it's Trinity the Tuck. I'm so excited about today's guest. Uh, we're going to be talking about some fun topics. And today our guest is Jujubee. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited that you're um, joining me today. Oh my gosh. You know I love work and work with Trinity Taylor is the only work I want to do. <laughs> That's not true. You work all the time. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen you last, right? I think the girl actually I think the last time we saw each other was March when we worked on AJ and the Queen. Oh girl, you you know the month, girl. I don't even know what month is what with uh it was March I think it was March 4th through 7th. Oh my gosh. That it's been mm -hmm. almost like well not quite a year but a, a while. Yeah. It it's it's like like three more months and it'll be a year. It, I mean, we've been we've been so quiet about that, and I'm so happy we could finally like talk about it. I know I'm excited. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, so you've been busy just in general since the, I saw you last. Like you've just been constantly on the go. Well, I mean, you know, like the, the way that we are is we we can't not do anything. Like we just have to keep going. I think that's what us queens like to do because i girl i don't know about you but i can't sit around and do nothing because it drives me nuts i mean i can but leo my my fiance he is always like talking smack at me like you can just lounge around and do nothing but he's he's very creative he's he's like you he, he has to be constantly doing something speaking of you, you've been with drag race you've been doing this for how many years now like your season was a long time ago <laughs> girl it I can I can actually like fully say that I've been doing drag professionally for a decade. Um which is crazy. How long before you were on your original season were you doing drag? I was do I was do I was in and out of it for about six years, I would say. Like I, I don't want to claim that I've been doing it for sixteen years, but it's you know you know how drag is, girl. Like you fall in love with it and then you hate it and then you fall back in love with it. Right. So it's been like that for me. I um, have been doing drag. This upcoming March will be 17 years. That's amazing. God. And you're only 18, so I don't even understand. <laughs> <laughs> My mother was doing drag for me before I was even born. Actually, she was. <laughs> My biological mother was a stripper, so that's probably where it all comes from. Is she still a stripper? Uh, no, she passed away like 
like when I was like seven or something. So she's so she's stripping in heaven for Jesus. Probably. <laughs> uh huh. Getting those dollar bills for the Jesus, honey. Oh no, in heaven. In heaven, they pay in gold, oh, darling. Do they in gold, bitch? Well, um, how what what is your secret to your longevity in this business? Because you know now there's like over two hundred of us. Are there really? Isn't there? Like if you count like Drag Race UK, girl, I don't know. I can't. I've lost track. I, honestly, girl, there are so many of us. Like, I, I, I think. Oh, sorry about that. I just closed the door. Oh, you're fine. I think. I think for me, it's just kind of. Like, like, the ball started rolling when I was on season two of Drag Race. And for me, it was just kind of going with the waves, you, you know, like, because there are big waves and small waves. And I just kind of, I'm riding with it. Because I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I'm, I enjoy every single moment that I get to work drag because it's something that I've always wanted to do. So I, I think, I think being present and enjoying it is probably what kept me doing it because you know how this business is, girl. Like, oh, it, there, uh huh. There's a lot of shit, and if we let it get to us, that's when it kind of knocks us down. And and there are there there have been moments where I've been like super defeated and been like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. What the fuck, like, you know? But I get myself out of it. Did you ever feel like you just wanted to stop doing drag, like after Drag Race? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I never, I think when I first started working drag, I was doing it for me and I was doing it for the art and like the, the, the joyfulness of, of everything that came with performing. Right. But after drag race, you start hearing people's opinions about your work and your art. And it kind of, it, it would get to me because it would be like, oh, I'm just not good enough. And I would compare myself to other performers. And I think that's like the worst thing that an artist can do is is try to be somebody else. So I, I did go down that hole for a little bit. Well, imagine being a like a, a, a tie winner. Everybody compares you and the other person constantly. Oh, my God. Right. Right. And you and the both of you are freaking fantastic on your own and you know yeah you have to share a crown but it's like y'all both got different crowns right right yeah yeah girl we're me and me and mona are completely different artists and we we have different things to offer and like you said she's amazing i i know what my strengths are and what i offer so to me it's it's not a comparison because we we're just two different people but you know you know the fan base um is a blessing there's uh so many amazing people that give you so much uplifting and then you know there's also the other way around but um well speaking of like pet peeves and stuff like that because that's one of mine what are some of your pet peeves uh that pertain to like drag queens i have a lot i have a ton (laughs) well i want to hear some of yours bitch (laughs) (laughs) well okay so um one of my biggest pet peeves when I watch a show uh, is when, like, girls just snatch dollar bills out of people's hands that are tipping them without, like, giving them any type of, like, acknowledgement. Right. It's just so rude to me. I'm just like, these people I, are you know giving what? you money. I'm right there with you. And I, like, 
And it's like when I go to a drag, like I love drag, obviously. And when I go to a drag show, I'm like so ready to like tip every queen, right? But if she's snatching shit out of my hand and not not paying attention or being in the moment, I'm like, oh, this girl's not doing it for the right reason, right? You know. And I know, I know that I've, I'm sure that I've been that I've been there, because sometimes you go into work and you're like your your head is in a different space, but you got to just do it because you and I we can't call out of work, right? Like it's not. Yeah, you don't make money unless you you up in drags, honey. Right, and it's not like you could be like, yeah, I'll be in tomorrow. It, it, it just doesn't work that way. That definitely is one of my pet peeves. I and, girl, go ahead. You know, one one of my pet peeves is I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just me being a little jealous, but I just think that like drag queens now have it so much easier than it used to be when I first started. Oh, girl. With, with, like, social media and, like, they have YouTube tutorials. Like, b- bitch, everybody's a drag queen. My, my mother's uncle's through, dad is a You know what? They don't have to go through that we probably did. Like, hard lace forehead cuts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the worst. And the thing is, is, like, when in Birmingham, where I'm from, like, when I got my first lace front, lace fronts in Birmingham, even for the nastiest, grossest ones when they first came out, like, popular, were, like... Over $100 for one wig. Right. And it's never enough hair. Uh-uh. Ever. No, ma'am. And it cuts the shit out of your forehead, and you're just like, God, I look good, but my forehead is bleeding. <laughs> Girl, I remember um, people saw, too, like, during uh, my entrance of season nine, and even through the season, uh, before there was lace front, there was black color spray, bitch. Girl, I I <laughs> I have to say that I've never ever experienced that in my life because I sweat so much, and I just would see queens who would work their asses off, and then you just see like like you know how your mascara runs when you cry. Uh huh. It was like that, but just all over their face, like starting from the forehead. And and girl, and if you make one wrong spray move with that. It's it's over, bitch. I remember one time I was spraying my forehead and didn't wasn't paying attention to where the nozzle was, and I sprayed it, and it sprayed me right on the like my temple area into my eye. I had to like repaint my whole side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It was bad. You once said on Drag Race that you love big dicks and fried chicken. Has anything changed? <laughs> It you know what's really funny? I had fried chicken last night. Oh, work! And as far as girl, every I think I, I I just I'm gonna be really honest. I sat there and I was just like, like you know, in interviews, you kind of sit there and you're like, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? And I always spend like the first four minutes just saying just shit that's on my mind and that was one that they used and i thought it was hilarious but it made everybody think that i was just this nelly bottom looking for a big dick and i'm just like i like looking at it and maybe i'll touch it but it's not gonna be inside of me (laughs) so i just want to clear the air so what you're saying is fucking power top or anything bitch but i would prefer to look at it it's art. It's art. It's, you know, the Lord created a nice penis. I want to I look at it. So what you're saying <laughs> is that is you like big asses and fried chicken. That's really what it I is. I do. I do. <laughs> I at the same time, is probably the best. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I could totally imagine Jujubee up in a wig eating fried chicken, go, going back between an ass and fried chicken. 
Ew. <laughs> Never on this, uh, Chris. Um, well, are you seeing anyone? Am I seeing anybody? Yeah. That's a really good question. I mean, I uh I mean, I think I think you know me well enough to know that I I I kind of I'm I'm on this journey where I'm just kind of with myself. Good. Like I'm pretty good at like like you know, I was in a relationship for 13 years. So when I when I broke up with him, I was just kind of like my mind was in that relationship mode where I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like I need somebody, I need somebody." It took me a long time to kind of digest the idea that I was I was alone, but I wasn't lonely anymore. Yeah. Like I I'm pretty good at solitude, so I'm seeing myself. I'll say that. Well, my, my 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 higher power is kind of guiding me right now because I'm obsessed with work, girl. It's important to 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 know yourself, love yourself, and have self health before mm-hmm. you focus on anybody else. And you know, you have so much going on right now. It's probably for the best that you just focus on you, like you said. And and mm-hmm. when you know when the time is right, you'll meet someone new and. And, right, right. And go from there. I, I, I mean, I am going to admit, I'm like chatting with somebody and he's so freaking cute, but I'm not emotionally available. So that happens. We can me. like chill and we can have fried chicken together. And, but, and yeah. you can have his ass, but that's that's as far as it goes for now. That's it. And then you, y'all can watch that on my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, work. <laughs> She's making extra coin. <laughs> well, um, I want to go into a segment called Drag Race Rundown. And um, it's just going to be some questions to do with, like, the show. Obviously, uh, the fans from this podcast and yours and mine want to know stuff to do with Drag Race. So, um, you've been on two seasons with Raven, right? I have, yes. So, your original season was season two and then All Stars 1. Yes. Did you know that Raven is the only... Rue Girl that RuPaul is following. On what? On social media. What? Hold on. Hold on. I think so. Wait. Hold on. As we say this, say it again. Let me go fucking look at my Twitter because if that bitch unfollowed me, she's being blocked. Maybe it's on Maybe it's on Instagram. Maybe Go look on Instagram. On Instagram? Did she follow you there? Wait. How do I find out if she's following me or not? Uh, go to your followers and then you'll type in her name. At the top, where it asks who. Oh my gosh, I don't think she's following me. She's only following eighty-six people. Well, don't don't take it personal. She's only following Raven. She deleted your ass. Uh, uh. <laughs> Damn! Uh. Damn! The shade of she it all. Follows Amy Schumer. <laughs> she follows Amy Schumer, but she doesn't follow Choo Choo P. <laughs> what do you think about that? What, how does that make you feel? Oh, how does it make me feel? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> now you're gonna have to get some more fried chicken. So uh, I'm so hurt. Don't, RuPaul, if you're listening, I'm I'm a little taken back, sis. Bitch, she ain't listening to my podcast. She's listening to her own podcast, girl. She's so busy doing so many different projects. She don't probably even know who I am. She knows who you are, bitch, please. So, um, you are a very, like, good competitor. You're good at Drag Race. You've been on two seasons, and both times uh-huh. you were in the top. Yeah. I, 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 you know what, bitch? I don't know what it is. I think that... I, uh, I'm somebody who sets a goal for myself and 
it's uh, of course, of course, the goal is is like the thing that I want, right? Right. But I also enjoy the journey. Like it's it's kind of like the journey and the walk that that takes me there, or the run, or the screams, or the crying. Like I enjoy those moments too. And then I think I think a lot of times when we get to that point where we're like working so hard for something, we kind of forget what we're working for because we're having such a blast doing what we do. And I think that's what the mindset that I put myself in. Well, you're really good at it. And like I posted on Twitter to get questions from your fans. And one of them was like, uh, talk about your lip syncs because they were so legendary. You're literally so good at Drag Race. You're, you're a personality. You are beautiful, funny, a great performer. So I'm just, I'm, I think you're one of my favorites. I think that's like insane coming from you. And thank you. Cause that's really, really sweet. Cause you're all those things and you're skinny. I mean, well, I've gained you like, I've gained like 10 pounds since All Stars 4. It's really scary to, for me to be in a thong right now. So I really want to lose I three pounds. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> fuck if I, is, whatever. Is bitch. butter a carb? <laughs> no, butter's not a carb. <laughs> you bitch. Well, um, so do you, the last, Question from uh, Drag Race Rundown. I know you're a very honest person. Have you ever had any, like, beef with a Drag Race girl outside the show? Like, since the show? No. Which is crazy, right? No, I don't think that's crazy because you're really well-liked by everyone. I th- you know, I think, that, I, th- I think that with me, when there's any kind of misunderstanding or, like, or, or, uh, miscommunication i'm i i'd like i like to get to the point of it or or i i'm i'm really open to people speaking their mind with me and i acknowledge things and if i disagree i'll just be like you know i disagree with you but i can i can understand where you're coming from so i uh i try my best to be that way because i feel like it's just easier well i just think you're a very level-headed person and you're really funny and um i I just enjoy talking with you the the times that we've gotten to chat. Um, I want to move on to uh, your fan questions. I had some questions from your fans that I wanted to ask. Like, oh my God, I'm totally your biggest fan. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, you have to be honest because these people really want to know. Okay, Juju? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, if you were cast on any other season of Drag Race, uh, which season would you want to be cast on and do you think you would win? Uh, I think, I think that I'd probably want to be cast on, was it season three where they had the Heathers? The Heathers. That was season three. Yeah, I would want to be on that season. And no, I wouldn't have won because Raja was still would have won. But I really would have liked to be in the same space as Stacey Lane Matthews. Because uh, she's hilarious. She was on All Stars 4 with us for like one episode. Wasn't she there for a minute, though? Because, I mean, unless I just saw her, like, maybe I just, like, imagined her in every episode for some reason. No, she was in several episodes, but I think they were, like, filming that separate because we only saw her that, like, while we were filming. Was she competing? No, she was in our, um, our girl group numbers. We had to choreograph a number around her. Because she was a star. And girl, let me tell you, she was so nervous the whole time. And I can understand why, girl. She had to learn two sets of choreography in one day and do them. 
Oh, Miss Thing. Uh-huh. To Stacy. Stacy. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh-huh. She was a nervous wreck, but I, I lived. She she pulled it off, bitch. Better her than me. So you didn't have, like, heart palpitations or anything? I don't know, girl. I couldn't, you know. It, <laughs> it's a lot of woman to go through to, to fill her heartbeat. <laughs> well, um, what is, so obviously I asked that question about which season. So you're, you think season three is your favorite season other than your own? Well, no. I mean, season three was fantastic because they had, the dynamic changed from season two, right? Uh-huh. And like season two and season one, we were, we were still at the beginning stages, but I felt like season three was when it started becoming like a little bit more relevant in the in in the mainstream world and the drag world because people started arguing more about the competition yeah and it was it wasn't just the people like competing it was like all the fans like i think that was kind of the turning point and i think wasn't willem on that season as well uh girl it's hard for me to keep up uh willem on season three um I i can't remember if she was season three or four but it was around that time when all that like all the dramatics came through and we were like, like I started becoming such a huge fan. I was always a fan of drag race, but like I started watching religiously. And then I found myself being one of those like crazy fans, like, like, like Oh my gosh, what's going to happen next week? I, I agree. I think like season three, four and five were my favorites just because they had finally figured out their formulation of how they were going to do the show. Right. And then, you know, as the years have went by, they've definitely veered off from that formulation. I wish they would go back because I really loved it. Another uh, uh, question from your fan is uh, they want to know a makeup tip that you would suggest that maybe not a lot of people know about. Ugh. You're going to ask me about makeup? Oh, dang. You do I good makeup. What are you talking about? Girl, I do the same thing over and over again. Well, what's your favorite th- tip that you do that like transforms or... That's a trick that... You know what? You know what I love? I love... Okay. It took me years to figure out my nose. And I... It took, and me, it took me two nose jobs to figure out my nose. <laughs> and your nose looks so good. You got, a, you got a Disney princess nose, girl. I think I told you that the first time I met you. Well, thank you. Like she you used to be... A, she used to be an evil queen, so now, now she's a princess. I want to. I want to see before pictures. Can you do that for me? Oh no, ma'am, I cannot. Maybe in person. Oh my god! So let me tell you, I was booked in Akron, Ohio last night, and this prom- at the Interbelt. At Interbelt, yep. And I um, had a former promoter for a preliminary to US of A, which is a pageant um, that I entered years ago. And got uh-huh. I got first runner up to Aurora Sexton, and this is before any work done or anything. He gave me a stack of photos from that preliminary <laughs> of like me before work. I forgot how ugly I was. Oh stop! Oh my god, never ugly. bitch! I look like I hit a brick wall and hit every single crack all the way down, bitch. <laughs> It was so bad. It was so bad. Maybe I'll post um, a picture or two on my Patreon. So if you want to see those, go on my Patreon. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. What's a Patreon? Oh, you don't know what a Patreon is, girl? No, bitch. Tell me. Okay, so a Patreon is like kind of like an OnlyFans, but 
not dirty. I mean, I guess you could be dirty on it, but it's it's like where your fans can um, donate money to you each month to help you with like whatever kind of projects or you know whatever. Just and you put whatever kind of content on there you want, like um, pictures that you don't post on social media or like videos or say you wanted to do like a makeup tutorial and you don't want to put it on YouTube. You could put it on there specifically just for your uh, Patreons. Work. You should look it up. Girl, I, it's amazing that prostitution has changed so much. Girl, prostitution was the first ever, uh, profession and girl, it will constantly evolve, honey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love the evolution of prostitution with Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Oh, that's a new video. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I think that's I think that's going to be your book, bitch. <laughs> My book, I can barely uh, read, let alone write a book. So, um, I want to move on to hot topics. Mm, hot topics. Uh huh. And I want to talk about. We don't have to talk about the episode per se, but like it more our experience behind the scenes because that was super fun. Uh, you and I filmed AJ and the Queen together. We we I talked about this um, with I think Manila on a previous mm. podcast, but um, I actually did this episode that's coming out with you, and I had so much fun. It airs on. Uh, January 10th, that's the season premiere on Netflix of AJ and the Queen starring RuPaul. And uh, um, our, I think we have a premiere on the 9th. Are you going to go? I, uh, Girl, I wish I could. It's just my I, – I'm working on another project that's going to keep me away from L.A. for a bit. Oh, no. Well, I'm, I know. It's like a – I know. It's like a oh, yes and oh, no at the same time because I really want to be there. Well, I'm going to miss you for that. But – so – how did you get involved with AJ and the Queen? Like, what did they contact you, or did you audition? Like, what? Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I, can we say Theron? Yeah, can why not? Theron why not? Theron? I mean, well, you know, Theron from World of Wonder. He like reached out to me, and then he reached out to management, and thank God that my schedule worked and your schedule worked. And then I I auditioned for both parts. And then when I heard that you were auditioning as well, I was like, well, she's clearly going to be that character. <laughs> like, clearly. Uh, well, I, when in, huh? I auditioned for your part too, but they were like, you just don't fit this role. So Same. Same as I auditioned for your part as well. And they were like, you don't fit this role. And I was like, perfect. I was like, then then I'll just do the other role and not really have to act. <laughs> like, it's just perfect. Well, what's funny is, is so they chose, like, the the, the my role uh, for me and your role for you, and it it's actually works pretty good with our own personalities. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was really fun. But I thought backstage, the backstage antics were so fun. We Like, the dressing area with the dancers and the, the cast and... Um, Girl, for, it, like, I was at craft services... All day long, just crunching and munching. Oh, trust. They had some cute snacks. Uh-huh. And 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 the snacks that we got to look at. Those dancers, girl. Oh, my gosh. The, the things that I would have done. The things that you got to do, and I just had to sit and watch. <laughs> well, isn't that life? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow. Like, you know what the most... I, I feel like I feel like the fans I, I wish that I could like film things with my eyes and like the fans could see what we got to see because I think this was one of the first times that I ever got to see Rue work in that kind of element. Because we only got we only get to see her on set 
for Drag Race, right? And it's a completely different mode that RuPaul's in. But in this mode, it's almost like she invites us in as her equals. And she's like, hey, girl, come over here. Let's let's have a chat. And then you see her, like, get in drag. And you see her, like, two feet away looking flawless. Like, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? I know. It was, it was really enjoyable doing it. And, like, uh, and very terrifying for me. Because that was, like, the first, like, really, like, more than, like, a line or two that I've done in like any kind of acting. Oh, you were fantastic. It was That was my that was my first time doing anything like that too and I I was like terrified out of my mind and then you were there and you were so confident so I was like I got to match that confidence because I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Oh girl, I thought I mean you did you fooled me cuz I was no, so nervous and I was like Juju's here and I've got to like make sure that I'm we're on doing it. the same thing with each other. I know, so funny. Well, um you said you were going to talk about something to do with we fell asleep. What was that? Remind me what happened. You don't remember? No. What happened? Girl, do you remember like there was one morning or like our call time was like 9 a.m. And we didn't we didn't work until like 4. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And we took a nap in drag. We took a nap in drag on the couch upstairs and it was it was like we were like dead. It was like we were in our coffin. We wouldn't move. Like you slept like a like sleeping beauty. And then I looked like Shrek on the couch, just drooling. <laughs> 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 well, that's that's that is uh filming. They they it's like always hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is awful for a drag queen because girl, we have on all, all that makeup. I know, I know. And that's and that's the thing. Like I watch them watch us, and they're gonna be like, "Dang, her eyeliner's all fucked up." Or, <laughs> yeah, she, she looks like she's been drooling. Hello. And yeah, they right. That right. They better put a filter, uh, not a season one filter, but a good filter on that shit. They they need to Snapchat my ass filter <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> well, you have another project coming up, and I don't want to give away too much. Um, mm-hmm. But you filmed one episode that's already aired of yes of what is it called? Okay, so uh, the the pilot that we shot was called Drag Me Down the Aisle, and um, it's oh God. I'm so excited about. It. I wish I wish I could say more, right? But all I can say is it's it's a fantastic show, and it's gonna happen soon. It's gonna happen in the spring, and. TLC has been fantastic with us, and I'm so happy that four drag queens from Drag Race could work on a project together and kind of spill over to a network that not that wouldn't necessarily be watching uh, shows like ours. Well, you know, they they it, it's just a completely different world, and all we do is really spread love, and we just we just bring light. Um, we're dressed up as queens and we're just huge personalities but there's a really soft idea to it where it's it's uh it bridges kind of the different workings of human beings and it it provides provides our story but also the stories of a lot of people in the united states i think it's going to be very relatable and exciting are you able to say um is it all to do with brides and weddings it's it actually it I I don't know if I can say it but I'm gonna say it and I'll ask for forgiveness. It's more it's gonna be more than that. Okay. It's gonna we're we're obviously gonna work with some brides, but these are these are gonna be major events in people's lives. And 
the event itself, I don't think is really like the main point of the story. It's, it's the human side of everything. It's kind of like, it's kind of, it's, it's helping people kind of see the beauty inside of them. And it's helping them understand that, yeah, we, we set goals and paths for ourselves. But like I said earlier, like, you know, there's that main goal, but it's really the journey that really shapes you and, and makes you into the person that you really want to be. That's super cool. I really cannot wait to watch that. I hope you watch it and I hope you tell all your all your Tuck fanatics. What do you call your fans? Um Tuckers? No, I what did I call them? Oh, Trini Chasers. I hate you. <laughs> Trini Chasers. But I mean, girl, like that I don't really call them that I, I feel I this is let me tell you something. So I find fandom weird. Like it is. I don't. I don't like. I'm. I don't like to really call people fans because I just feel like I'm just like a normal person. So it's weird to think that I have like fans. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that whole kind of realm of stuff is just weird to me. But I also have I'm like call ma- your fans, the Mother Tuckers. The Mother Tuckers. I love that. <laughs> what do you call your fans? I. I'm kind of right there with you. I just. I just, I kind of make fun of Beyonce and her beehive, and I just call it the Juju Beehive. <laughs> cute! That is cute. It's so stupid. I only say it, like, I think I've only said it to you, and I'll say it to myself in my living room and just laugh, because I honestly can't believe that I'm doing what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing it successfully for, like you said, 16 years, girl, so, and with the success of things that are rolling out with for you now with your show and... Um, AJ and the Queen and other things. I, you know, I have no doubt you're going to be doing this for another 16 years at least. So, girl, you know, in 16 years, you know, I'm gonna be like 52, sis. How old are you now? 35. Oh my! Oh my God! You're really old. How old are you? I'm 35. <laughs> oh, thank God, I'm the only one. Do you ever find that you're the oldest one in the room with with these baby queens now? Uh, sometimes, but you know what's so funny? I always think that I'm like the grandma of the bunch, but then like I just did a couple of dates on the Christmas tour because Thorgy was filming with you, and uh-huh. I had to fill in for her. And I, for many of the dates, I was the youngest one. I was like, "What is happening?" Oh, well, I mean, you were working with Lady Bunny, right? She's like a thousand years old. Yeah, like Lady Bunny, M- Manila's older than me, Latrice is older than me, uh, Sugarcane is older than me. Oh, you were the baby bitch. I, I mean, not by much, but yeah, I was the youngest. I was like, bitch, what, what is this? Well, you were Honestly, though, you were probably still the grandma where you were like, is everybody okay? Do y'all need anything? No, I was like, more like, get off my dress, off my shoes, bitch. <laughs> Were you? Girl, do you remember the first time we met each other? No. It was, during, it was during a show here in Boston, and you were so kind. You were, like, the kindest person that I met that night. Don't tell anybody Nobody else that. was a bitch or anything, but you, like, made a point to say hi, and I'll never forget it. You were just like, do you need any help? Like, is there anything I could do to make things easier for you? And I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's so nice. Well, don't you're going to ruin my reputation, girl. I know, people think you're a bitch. <laughs> it's true, it's true. They know you're not. <laughs> I, I, I don't think, I think that's a lie. I think, uh, I, I, I have my moments. You, you don't accept bullshit. That's and true. That's, that's great. That is true. I like that. I like that too. I, I, I expect people to be honest with me. 
because I'm going to be honest with them. Right. Well, um, I want to play a game. Are you interested in playing a game? Oh, girl, you know I love mind games. <laughs> okay, so um, the game today is going to be called Would You Rather? Uh-huh. Okay, so... Oh, I love these. Yeah, me too. So, um, there, there's a couple of fun questions. So, would you rather get punched in the face once or <laughs> run in heels for 10 miles with no break? How fast am I running? Oh, you're like a marathon. And who's punching me in the face once? Uh, let's say, uh, Tyra. Oh, that changes everything. And Ty you know, Tyra's aggressive, so she really lay it on you. Okay, well, I think Tyra really loves me, so she'd give me like a little punch tap. So I'm gonna go with the punch in the face from Tyra Sanchez. Tyra Sanchez, back in, um... 2009 or Tyra Sanchez in 2019? Well, you know, Tyra has like done like a 180 now, but let's say Tyra Sanchez 2018 <laughs> when when all that shit was going down, bitch. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take the punch in the face. I'll do that. Because that's, that's only like, it only lasts like what? Yeah, 10 miles in a fucking, in heels? No. Nah. I think I would rather run 10 miles. Well, you got work done to your nose, sis. Girl, I got work done everywhere. If if I would look like somebody <laughs> like like Mr. Potato Head by the end of it. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. Would you rather? This is a fun one. Would you rather sleep with Carson Kressley or Ross Matthews? <gasps> and you have to pick one, and you have to tell me why. I'm gonna have to go with Ross Matthews because I want to hear her say. Oh, Juju in her like Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I want her to be like, "Oh, Juju right there, right there." Yeah, Juju. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could so see that. Oh my gosh. And she'd probably eat fried chicken with you too. She and she will. And I feel like Carson would just be like one of those really bossy like bossy partners and be like, "Not like that." I don't like that. You know? <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. I probably would go with Carson because everyone says, like, he looks like me in 10 years. So I, I'd want to see what I look like while I'm having sex 10 years from now. Oh, uh, and I know you do it in one of those rooms with mirrors everywhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> I want to see it from all angles. You know, I've got to prepare for the future. <laughs> this is a weird one. And I ask this because I often think this myself. So I must be really weird. Would you rather have no arms or no legs? I would rather have no legs and have arms. I agree. I agree. Because, like, how do you touch yourself with just your feet? I mean, I watched this documentary one time. It might have been on TLC, actually, um, where this mom, she was this blonde lady who had no arms and... She still did, she took care of her family. She still drove a car. She still cooked dinner. Like, she did everything, but she did it with her feet. Wow. I mean, it was it was so fascinating. I'm like, and people that go through that kind of struggle, I'm just like, I have no room to, like, I, you know, complain at it's all. It's humbling, isn't it? It really it's, is. And, you know, yeah. good for her. That's it, that's amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, girl. I mean, I guess, I guess people who say, like, I don't know how you do it, and she's just 
standing there with no arms, like, I didn't really have a choice, sis. Right, <laughs> like, right. You know. she's That's just her life. But good for her, bitch. I, I, um, I often think of these weird things like that. I don't know why I... I often just think of like, what would I do if I couldn't see or hear, or what would I, right. or what would I do if I was born in a different country, or you know, it's just like self-reflecting on like if my life was just different. I'll, I think about you know when I think about things like that is when I'm sitting in a window seat on a plane. And I just stare out of the window, just thinking to myself, you are nobody, because look at all this shit beneath, like, right. like, the world is happening, you're in a metal tube in the sky, you don't know what's going to happen, like, obviously, you, we know where we're going to go, where we're headed, but, like, you just never know. So those are my moments where I just reflect, and I, I like, sit there, and I'm like, I'm really grateful just to be doing what I get to do, because, girl, we live, we live in a country where we get to be who we are. And it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like we get opinions about us from other people, but those are their opinions. And then there are people in other countries who are arrested, murdered, gotten rid of because of who they are. So it's crazy. It really is crazy. And, and you think like these things happened 20 years ago. No, like they're happening still today. It is 2019, almost 2020. And things like that are still happening. It is insane. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's get back on uh, a happy topic or, or a fun topic. Um, <laughs> would you rather never have sex again or win $1 million? <sighs> well, since I haven't had sex this year or last year, <laughs> I guess... I guess I'll take the one million dollars. So you think? So you would take the million dollars and then just know that you would never, ever, ever have sex ever again? Well, like maybe, maybe this is my part of the brain that needs to know what what does sex mean? Uh, you no oral, no anal, uh, no oh. masturbation, nothing. Oh well, no, I'll I won't take the one million dollars. <laughs> That's a, a hard question, right? That is. A million dollars. A million dollars. But girl, but girl, is a million dollars in, tw- in tw- 2019, 2020 that much anymore? I mean, not really, but it's uh, way more than what I have. Oh, same. But you know what? I think I'm, I think I'd rather go on knowing that I'm going to have sex at least one more time in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a million dollars. It's worth the seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> seven minutes in heaven with Jujubee. <laughs> well, the um, the last question is, uh, would you rather be the most beautiful person in the world and be dumb or be the smartest person in the world and be the ugliest? This is one of those questions, like, when I think about it after I, like, wrote it down, I'm like, these are two extremes and I don't think either one would be happy. Right. So what, what you gotta which one's happy? You gotta take whatever one's happy. You gotta take which one you would think you would be the happiest as versus you know whatever. So which one would it be? Okay, let me do, let me break it down real quick for myself. So the prettiest one is probably gonna be treated nicer, just because of society. Okay, but the ugliest one is going to probably have more 
real intimate relationships with people because they they have a certain look to them and people are probably going to be like they're probably nice so i'm going to go with being the ugliest person who's smartest i agree and let what me tell you what would you choose uh, the same thing because it beauty fades eventually you're it does. eventually you're not going to be the most beautiful and you're going to be dumb like girl no I'd rather dumb is forever, dude. Right. I would rather just be really fucking dumb. I mean really fucking ugly and like make buku money from being really smart. <laughs> and then I'll just start doing drag and put makeup over the ugly. Right. People Yeah. And then I would use my money that I make from being smart and just get plastic surgery. <laughs> 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 well, that was fun. Well, do you have anything that you want to like plug while we're we're talking? Like um, any more future projects um, that's coming out? You know, you know what I do want to say. Yeah. Tell well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for having me. I think you are an incredible human being and performer, and you're a goddess. And the fact that you are like a major pageant queen and it collided with Drag Race and you won is huge to me. I think that's like history. Thank you. So. I want to congratulate your ass on that. And I would like to say that I know that we're always working on bettering ourselves. And for the past decade, I've been talking about like making music and writing. And I just want to say that I've spent this like this past week, I was in LA just writing and writing and writing. And I'm so excited that I'm, I'm finally going to work on something that I've been meaning to do for a decade. So I, I just wanted to say that. You know, Put I'm it out in the universe. It. Yes, that's exciting because you can actually yeah. sing. Well, I thank you. I I, I wish I had as much confidence in, in music as I did when I put on a wig, but thank you. That's exciting. I'm really excited for you. I know that you have so many um, really big things happening this coming year, and I just think, you know, you're a great person and nobody better deserves it other than you. So I'm I'm really excited for you. Thank you, Trinity. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, um, that is it for today. And I'm going to leave you with some advice, Juju, that my grandmother always told me. Okay, you ready? Yes. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. <laughs> <laughs> um, until next time, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you around. Bye. Bye.